Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast. But obviously, it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say... I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. She's gone. Yes. Finally. Oh, this is such great news. I've waited so long to hear this. What a great day. Oh, I am so happy. Finally, she is gone. Katie Hopkins has been banned from Twitter forever. Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Yorkshire, Alec Feldman. Hi, I'm on the radio. Just about. That was close. My internet dropped out about thirty seconds ago. Oh, I love, I love it when you're, you're flying by the seat of your pants. But I think we're on. Hello, everyone. It's Wizard Radio. My name is Alec Feldman. Welcome, one and all. I played you at the start of the show. Two Twenty Kid and Gracie. Don't need love. And the song you just heard was Simbra and DTG with Rover. And I always find it really funny when people do songs about Rovers. Like, Simba's done it, the Chainsmokers did it, where they're like, oh, baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your Rover. Because, like, they're obviously thinking of, like, a Range Rover, those massive, cool cars, maybe, like, tinted windows, huge, you know, all black paint, all that stuff. All I think of is, like, the, the slightly rubbish... British cars that they used to make that had like fake wooden panelling on the interior that went bust ages ago <laughs> like you see them occasionally and it's not quite the cool vibe they're going for I don't think anyway hello how's it going I'm on until 5 p.m. this afternoon I'm live I am here you can come say hi we can chat all is good in the hood and on the show today we will be covering a number of, of issues and topics, as we always do. How's this for a lineup? Intergenerational warfare, Alan Sugar, football, indecent exposure, explosions. That is a list of five, I would say, excellent things that we will be talking about in more detail before five o'clock. I also have... it. It's an idea. I think it might just be the most boring game ever played on the radio. I am not selling this at all because I, I genuinely think it's rubbish. It was an idea, not an idea, it was something I actually took part in whilst on a Zoom this week, which I think is just kind of rock bottom of Zoom-based games. And so I thought, let's play it on the radio. So at 10 past four, 
the most boring game ever played on the radio is coming to this show. Please, please don't switch off. Please, please. Plus, six second guides on the way after 4pm. We will have another mystery zoomer on someone zooming you and music from Tom Walker and Surf Mesa and Gracie Abrams all on the way very soon. How is that for a lineup? You need to do nothing else this afternoon. Keep it here. I'll look after you. We'll have some fun and also play the worst game ever invented. Now, though, it's the educational segment. Let's do This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned... Do you want some life lessons? I can give them to you. They are free of charge and they are very, very valuable. So listen up, listen careful, okay? First up, this week I learned that there's a man who rides around Manchester. He plays songs out of a bag, like a speaker in a bag. And I spent quite a bit of time in Manchester. I've seen this guy many a time. And I discovered this week that he's got a name. He's like a well-known guy. Everyone who kind of lives and has spent time in this bit of Manchester knows this guy. And they're like, oh yeah, it's it's Boombox Barry. That's what he's called. Boombox Barry. He's got a boombox and his real name is actually Barry. Or to be precise, Barrington. (laughs) There's a guy who's actually called Barrington. And he plays music out of his speaker and just rides around on a bike up and down. Very varied music there's no one genre just kind of everything all that is consistent is that it's always loud and it's always coming out of his bag and he's got a name i looked this up because i was like hey i wonder if anyone else has ever heard of this guy and loads of people have there was a thread about reddit about him there was a newspaper article about him boombox barry is a local celebrity and i'm so glad that i know what he's called now it's it's really made my week i've also learned this week that rihanna owns a Sainsbury's bag for life. I've got Twitter to thank for this. Uh, she posted a picture and someone pointed out that in the background of the picture, she's kind of neatly folded up in her house. She's got a bag for life from Sainsbury's and I find that weird. I don't know why. She's, she's, she's Rihanna. She's too famous. She's one of the most famous people in the world. Why does she shop at Sainsbury's? Why does she have a bag for life? I feel like it's, you know, it makes complete sense, but at the same time, it's just, it is surprising. It's always surprising when famous people do really normal things. It doesn't it doesn't feel right. But good on her for reusing her bag. She just, she just wants to save money on the, the 5p bag charge. That's it. And finally, this week, I've learned you should be very careful when you wear a white t-shirt and it's raining. I won't say any more now, but I do have more details to come before 4 o'clock. In about 10 minutes, I'll, I'll tell you what's going on there. Those are the lessons we've learnt this week then. Boombox Barry, he has a name and he rides around Manchester with a boombox. Rihanna, Sainsbury's bag for life, she's got one. And just be careful with white t-shirts and the rain, trust me, trust me on this one. This is new, it's Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber, it's stuck with you. The Grande, the Bieber, stuck with you on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman here, hello, good afternoon. How are you? Are you good? Have you had a, a nice week? Is everything good in your life? Good news, by the way. I forgot to mention this earlier. My mask has finally arrived. If anyone's been following, I mean, I say following, it's not that interesting. My post difficulties. My mum sent a mask weeks ago. Supposedly, well, I thought it was made out of one of her old bras. I'm not sure that's actually true. It might, it might not have been, but I don't know because it never showed up. But a second one has been made, and it is here with me now. This is really exciting. Do you want me to? Should I put it on? I'll, I'll put it on. Obviously, you can't see it, but I can describe it. Well, I've, I've got it on now. Can you still hear me? Basically, yeah, it's black with some some red detailing and like the stitching. It's it's really cool. I feel like I look really badass in it, but you probably can't hear me, so I'll get rid of that. The mask is here. It's not made out of her old bras. Happy days. Okay, I have a new a new approach to life for you now that I think will revolutionise your existence. I think it'll improve it. It'll make you happier. It'll make you healthier. And I think it'll make life a whole lot more fun. And it's been inspired, I'd say, 50% by my dad and 50% by North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un and I'm sure you're already intrigued so th- there is a link between between two events that will become clear so I got a message off my sister in the week you know just, just very out of context saying dad's blown up the phone which is an odd message to receive and upon further questioning 
I found out that he'd just been trying to fix it and at some point smoke just started coming out of it and it, it doesn't work properly anymore. So phone's gone, blown up apparently. I don't think there was an explosion necessarily but it, it's not in a good way. I was thinking, you know, was, was this an accident? Was this on purpose? Was he just fed up people ringing it? Was it one PPI accident that wasn't your fault call too many? That he just had enough and decided it was it had to go? Gotta explode it. I don't know. But then I read about another blowing up based incident that's happened this week. Not by my dad, but by Kim Jong-un, the leader of North Korea. He blew up an office that they have in a kind of a border town that's near the border between them and South Korea. And they had this office. It's where they'd have, like, meetings and talks and stuff. It was called a joint liaison office. And it's been open since 2018. But um, they just blew it up this week. They decided they didn't want it anymore. They didn't need it. So it it had to go. Boom. Big explosion. Um, It's just gone. Actually, there's a video. There's a video of the explosion. Shall I have a watch? Yeah, there it goes, just just crumbling. <laughs> Lots of fire. There goes their office. Which I feel like nobody was really expecting. It seems like quite an extreme response to deciding they no longer want to talk to South Korea. You know, a phone call would have been fine, but, but they did actually blow up <laughs> the entire office. Cool, good on them. You do you. It's, it's very classic North Korea, I would say. But it's, it is quite an interesting response you know don't like it blow it up it you know it might not make complete sense to you or me but it is a way of life that maybe i could get used to just if you don't if you don't like something don't throw it away don't give it away don't just leave it to fester get some dynamite and massive explosion probably quite entertaining for the person pushing the button and then it's just gone Problem solved. It's not there anymore because you've blown it up. Um, if anyone from the... Go- I've just realised how that sounds. If anyone from the government is listening, uh, please don't arrest me. I'm not I'm not a terrorist. I, I'm not advocating bombing stuff. But in a safe and controlled manner. Like my phone was blown up in a safe and controlled manner. Or this building in South Korea was blown up in a safe and controlled manner. I'm not inciting terrorism is what I'm trying to say. But... If you can blow things up in a safe and controlled manner, I've just this sounds terrible. I need to get out. If you, if you can, maybe give it a go because I think it'll make your life a lot more easy and entertaining. But but don't because it's dangerous and wrong, and you might go to prison. I didn't expect this to take that turn. I'm sorry. I didn't think this through. This is Tom Walker. Wait for you. No, listen. I I, I didn't mean it like that. Honestly, honestly, I'm not gonna blow anything up. I'm not a threat. Oh, hang on. I, I've got to go. Run. Wizard Radio, that was Tom Walker, and wait for you, it's Alec Felvin, hi. Playing Surf Mesa and Gracie Abrams quite soon. I told you in This Week I Learned that I've learned a very valuable lesson that I perhaps should have learned sooner, which is that you should be very, very careful with white t-shirts in the rain. And now, my friend, it's time. It's time for the story. Of course there was a story coming. It's time. It's happening now. I wore a white t-shirt. On Tuesday, as I do sometimes, I have a wide variety of t-shirts. Some are white, some are black, some are grey. I have some block-coloured ones as well. I'm wearing a kind of light blue one now. I have lots of t-shirts in all colours. But on this Tuesday, I just happened to be wearing a white one, as you do. And I also just happened on Tuesday to decide that maybe I should just stop sitting on my arse all the time and actually do some exercise. And so... I went for a run, which is quite a rare occurrence. It happens occasionally, every now and again when I'm feeling particularly bad about the fact that I haven't done exercise. I'm like, I know, I'll run. And then I remember why it's been so long since I last did that. Run day, Tuesday. White t-shirt day, also Tuesday. What I hadn't banked on is the fact that it was raining basically all day on Tuesday, which made it very difficult to get out of the house. And then finally, like 6 p.m. rolls round, it had stopped raining. I was like, brilliant, now is my time, let's go, let's smash this out, I'm feeling pumped, I'm feeling hyped, I'm feeling motivated, let's do a a record time, I mean, it it wasn't actually time, because I ran for half an hour, record distance, I was so enthusiastic, I was so ready to take on this run, take on the exercise, really, you know, feel, feel great, endorphins and all that stuff, 
Unfortunately, about 15 minutes into this 30-minute run, uh, it, it started raining again. It was, it was quite badly timed. At first, I was like, okay, it's only light rain. It's fine. I'll just, I'll just get a bit wet. It'll be nice. It'll cool me down. It's great. Uh, that positive positivity lasted about two minutes until it got quite a lot heavier. And then it got even heavier. And then it got even heavier than that. And within about five minutes, I couldn't physically absorb any more water because I, it, my clothes were just full. Everything was soaking. Um, it had gone in my ears. I couldn't get my headphones to stay in my ears because they were wet and my ears were wet and it just kept slipping out. I, I It was in my face. It was everywhere. I, just, I couldn't escape from the rain. It was horrible. It was soaking. It was cold. It was wet. I didn't like it at all. It wasn't fun. I still, I still kept on running because, you know, I wanted to actually do it, but it was not good. It was not good at all. And so I, I kept going. The time ended. I timed it quite well so that when the run ended, I would actually be back at home. So I wouldn't have to be outside for any longer than I needed to be. And boy, was I soaked. I kind of fumbled around on the doorstep in the rain for the right key got that in dripped my way up the stairs got in and one of my housemates was just sat in the kitchen and as i walked past i stopped to say hello and and he just he just looked at me and he, he didn't say anything and he just started laughing and laughing and laughing hysterically then he gets his phone out and takes a picture of me and keeps laughing and then I just I just turn around and there's another housemate who's come out of their room and they just look at me and start laughing and oh everyone was laughing at me and I, I didn't know why like I was wet but I didn't think I was that that wet and and so I, I went into my room still dripping shoes off take a look in the mirror and my t-shirt had become entirely see-through like you could see everything I basically might as well have not been wearing it it was so see-through you could make out each individual nipple you could probably have made out the hair on each nipple if you look closely enough you could make out belly button everything just fully see-through totally exposed flushing anyone that looked at me it wasn't good it was a really bad look it doesn't suit me i don't think the like the transparent t-shirt look it's really not not great it's not a look i don't know a lot about fashion but i'm telling you now see-through t-shirts no bad so it was just mildly embarrassing i also felt a bit bad not only for the two housemates that had to see that but for anyone who may have seen me whilst out in public looking like that they were also in the rain but nobody else i saw who was out that day had turned see-through it was just me so they probably got more than they bargained for they got an eyeful my housemates got an eyeful I got very wet and very laughed at, all because I wore a white t-shirt and then went for a run in the pouring rain. Bad idea. And so, I was thinking about all these these poor people that I had completely accidentally indecently exposed myself to. And it, it just got me wondering, as you do, have you ever indecently accidentally exposed yourself in public? This is the important question of the day. Is it something you have done? Please let me know because I'm feeling a bit, a bit weird about it, a bit embarrassed and I would very much like your input to this discussion so I can know that I'm not the only person that has ever accidentally flashed lots of people in public due to an unfortunate rain-based incident. So send me a message right now, 07807 183 538. That is the text number. Send me a text on there. You can email as well to station at wizardradio.co.uk or slide into the DMs on all the socials. We're on all of them at Wiz Radio. Have you ever... I hope we get some messages and not just loads of people who are like, Alec, no, what are you talking about? Have you ever accidentally, or on purpose, but please please keep it legal, indecently exposed yourself in public? We will discuss more in a bit after Gracie Abrams and this from Surf Mensa, not Mensa, Mesa and Emily. It's I Love You Baby. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Wizard Radio with... Gracie Abrams and Long Sleeves before that Surf Mesa and I Love You Baby. I'm Alec. Hello. Evie Irie and Lennon Stella are playing soon. I revealed moments ago how I accidentally exposed myself 
due to a combination of many factors outside of my control, some within my control, um, including the rain, a white t-shirt, and a badly timed run. Now I have I've put the question out there, not really knowing what the response will be. Have you ever accidentally exposed yourself in public? Now, it's quite possible that the answer will be no, but let's take a look. You know what? No, no, it's actually all right. People, people have done it. Oh, that's great news. All right, let's let's hear a few stories. Aaron says, I feel like everyone has done this, or maybe it's just me. When I was in year seven and changing for PE, I accidentally took my underwear off in the middle of the changing room. I realized what I was doing, quickly pulled them back up, but that didn't stop people from having seen it. As if I wasn't embarrassed enough for doing it in the first place, the whole changing room laughed at me, and when the PE teacher walked in and asked why everyone was laughing, someone told him, and even he laughed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at your misfortune. Definitely not like everybody else, including your PE teacher. No, that, that's not me. I wouldn't do that to you. He says, sorry, I feel like I'm at a therapist's office. But, oh God, but it was a really bad day. Yeah, I feel like your therapist wouldn't laugh either. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> that is very unprofessional. That is a, a very sad story, Aaron. And I'm sorry that you went through that. But you've made it out the other side. It's okay. It's all in the past now. And you definitely... Do not need to be continually traumatized by the fact that you accidentally flashed your entire PE class and the teacher. Uh, well, you didn't flash the teacher. The teacher found out about it and then laughed at you. Brutal. That I mean, that is that is quite PE teachers to be fair. Getting in on the joke and being like, "Ha, you idiot." Yeah, I can see that. Uh, an unfortunate tale. Um, I haven't personally done that, but it it feels like a fairly common occurrence. So you don't need to feel too bad about the fact that it happened. You're okay. You're all right. It, it did remind me, actually. <laughs> do I want to tell this story? Yeah, let's go for it. Why not? This is what we do on this show. We share things. It reminded me of a, a similarly traumatic experience from one of my very, very, very first days at like primary school and reception when I was about four. Um, and it might have been. I, I think this is the case. At primary school, it was the first time I'd ever come across a urinal. It was either the first time I'd ever used one or seen one, or the first time that I'd had to use one properly. And I, I didn't know what I was doing, and I just, you know, dropped trowel in front of the urinal. And, I mean, that ended badly. I was, you know, the fact that I can still remember it when I'm 21 years old and it happened when I was four suggests that it was quite a memorable experience. So, so yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what I've done. Not in a changing room, but, yes, in a primary school toilet, because I didn't know how to use a urinal properly. Anyway... That's enough from me. Nathan says, This isn't really in public, but once, when I was really young, like five or six, I walked downstairs completely naked whilst my parents had friends over. Don't know what I was thinking because I must have known that they had people over, but I just did it without thinking. And that happened again about two years later because, no, which was much more awkward because I was 13 years old and, yeah. It's just not a good look. But hang on, how are, you, how are you doing? This is some weird kind of math there, Nathan. When you were five or six, you walked down naked, and two years later, when you were 13, you did it again. That, that's not two years. Oh, okay, hang on, my bad. No, there's a typo. It's two years ago, not two years later. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that that's why. Okay, sorry for insulting your mathematical ability. You can count. That's, that's, that's weird. <laughs> How did the friends react? I want to know more. Were they, did they gasp? Was it a kind of like, <gasps> and they like drop their glass and you hear smashing because they're just so shocked to see your naked body that they can no longer grip an object. <laughs> that's quite funny. All, all the, the dinner guests just appalled. They go home scarred for life. Sort of like, come on, we're leaving. I've had enough of this. <laughs> I like that image. Not the image. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I think it's funny. Let's let's move on. Next, Hannah says that's why I don't like men in white t-shirts because the second you get wet or sweaty or anything like that, it becomes basically see-through and it's gross. I had an innocent accident though. 
where when I was at summer camp one year, I was trying to impress this boy by doing a handstand in the main area. And obviously what happened was that I nailed it. Top came fluffing onto my face and everyone could see <clears throat> my bare chest. And it took me a minute to realize what was happening. So I was just there, chest out for a full 60 seconds. Again, wow. That is... Just, oh, that's, I can only imagine how bad that must have felt when he realized. 60 seconds later, after everyone's been staring at your bare chest for a whole minute, then you're like, oh no. <laughs> and it just slowly dawns on you. And you're like, oh my god, what do I do now? How do I get down? How can I get down? Do I do I play this off? How? What do I do? I can imagine the stress. I'm sorry that that happened to you. It did work. Did you impress the boy? I suppose if you're trying to get someone's attention, flashing them is one way to do so. I, I bet you did get his attention. I don't know what kind of attention it was, but you, you succeeded in your primary objective, which was to get his attention just not quite in the way that you'd intended these are some good stories thank you thank you a million times for those excellent stories of accidental flashing accidental nudity brilliant i found them so funny and actually quite a lot worse than my see-through t-shirt so there we go appreciated a lot hopefully we can get a clip of this on the website so you can listen back to these tales of humiliation for forevermore coming up next football it's come home. More after Evie Irie. Evie Irie, worst enemy at Wizard Radio, I'm Alec. And this week, it's it's come back, apparently, so I've been told. Football has come home! After a long delay, yes, football has come home in many senses. Um, I mean, you, you've listened to this show. You know that I don't care about watch or even support a football team. But, um, you know, it's still something of note. Football has returned to TV and to stadiums. And it's all it's all come back. People have been playing games all week. There's football on this weekend, I think. Don't ask me who's playing. I don't know. That's all well and good. They've taken some adjustments so that they can do it, you know, safely because of coronavirus. So the stadiums are empty. I think apart from maybe a few cardboard cutouts of people pretending to be fans. Um, and instead of a crowd noise, they play in sound effects from, I think, the FIFA football games. I'm not even joking. That's actually what they're doing. So, you know, they've found a way to make it work in coronavirus. Great. Well done. You're doing it all wrong. I, I know I should have said something soon. I should have spoken up. I should have called up FIFA. Is it FIFA? No, the FA. Whoever it is. The, yeah, the FA. Who's the head of the FA? Is it Prince William? I should have called him up and said, Will, mate, got an idea. It's the safest way you can keep football going. Trust me. But it is too late for that. I appreciate that. And I'm sorry that I didn't have this idea sooner. But better late than never. Next time this happens, they'll know. Here's, here's the problem. You play football behind closed doors. You've still got 11 players, plus a manager, plus, I don't know, probably someone has to be there to film it, there has to be a referee. That is already almost 30 people. And that's, that's quite a lot of people. When you consider that we've had to gather in kind of, you know, people we live with and maybe like one other person for the last three months 30 people all from different households meeting in one place that to me sounds like a significant risk a great opportunity for coronavirus to spread quite quickly i can get that number down i can get that down from about 30 to two all you need is to downsize Instead of, you know, getting all the players to come in and play football and risking all the, the spreading and the germs and the disease, just get two people, one football table, and you can just play, like, tabletop football instead. You can still, you know, have all the fixtures you normally have, except instead of 11 players on the pitch, they can just be the little, the little men on the sticks, and then you could have manager versus manager playing foosball. Whoever wins, that's how 
the the Premier League is actually decided purely based on foosball. Yes, maybe it's not it's not football as you know it. It's not as as exciting. The actual players can't really make a difference because they're all just stuck to a rod with their arms down their sides and no feet. But it's safe. It is a lot safer than having all those people working in the stadium when you can literally have two people and maybe a camera like a smartphone so you can stream it online. All you need. Why Why have they not done this? Why has Prince William, the head of the Football Association, not decided the safest way to continue with football is just to play it on like a tabletop football with the with the rods? I think that'd be fun. I'd, I'd watch that. You know, I'd watch that more than I'd watch actual football. I don't, I don't know why they haven't done this. I guess it's just because I didn't come up with the idea soon enough and let anyone know. I'm sorry, but we are where we are. You know, bad luck next time. Maybe another country can learn from my valuable idea. Coming up next on Wizard Radio, someone zooming you. We'll have another mystery zoomer in minutes. First, Lennon Stella, Charlie Puth, Summer Feelings. Someone's zooming you. Somebody's ringing the bell. Good afternoon! <clears throat> and welcome to Someone's Knocking at Your Door. I feel like all good TV quiz shows, they have like a big introduction, right? And I just haven't got that yet. Well, like, you know, a catchphrase where you walk out and you're like, Hello! Uh, and so that, that, I'll just try that out, but I don't think that works. I won't do that again. Welcome to Someone's Knocking at Your Door. I am the host and creator. Oh, wait, someone's zooming you. I forgot what it was called that. Yeah, we changed it because it's locked down. <laughs> Someone zooming you. I am the host and creator of this excellent radio-based game show. And here's how it works. Someone will zoom me, but I'm not expecting them to zoom me. I, you know, it's just a random person. I, just, I know someone will be calling, but I haven't invited anyone specific. It's quite rude to do that, I think. So I'll only pick up if someone can guess who it is. If you can guess, great, we'll have a chat to them. If not, sadly, we will have to end the call without talking to them. Last week, we did miss out on a, an interview opportunity with Winston Churchill because uh, nobody guessed, or maybe someone guessed, but there wasn't time. I can't remember. These things happen. So I just got to uh, sit back. Relax, zoom, zoom, we'll zoom, zoom, right zoom, zoom, Right on time. The zoom, zoom is zooming zoom, once zoom. again. Zoom, 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 zoom. Oh, don't just love that ringtone. Right, I'll, I better take a look just to see who's trying to join the Zoom call. They're, they're currently in the waiting area, um, but, but do we let them in? Do we make them stay outside of the call? That's up to you. If you can guess it, then we'll have them. If not, we won't. Oh, yes, I see. I see who it is. Yes. Okay, then. Right, I'm ready for questioning when you are, James. Okay, is this person... Um... A famous person. Yes. Okay. Are they actually one person or kind of, you know, a character? They are one person. Okay. Because sometimes you've done like a postman, which wouldn't be one specific person, it'd be a character. Okay. So it's one famous person. Is this person a man? No. Not a man. Okay. Um, is this person modern or historical? Modern. modern. Okay. Um, my last question, which is not going to help at all. Is this person... Good. Still alive. Yes. Okay. So, it's a it's a female famous person who's still alive. <laughs> yes. Female famous person <laughs> who's still alive. These Guys, are the worst questions you've ever asked. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm giving you a year quiz. <laughs> It's a female famous person who's still alive. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's rubbish. Do you want a bo- I feel like I owe you a bonus clue. A to bonus make up would for be that. great. That appalling line of questioning. Sorry. Um, what what can we say? How about um they 
that they've recently spent a lot of time on a boat. I hope that's not too obvious. What? Recently spent a lot of time on a boat? Okay, I'm, I'm judging by the sound of your voice that it's not too obvious. No. Good, I'm okay. Do, need to do some Googling. Because I, I thought, you know, okay, when, when it was just a famous person, a famous woman who's still alive, you know, that was quite vague. But as soon as I said the boat thing, you'd be like, oh, of course, that famous woman who's still alive. I'm glad it hasn't, it hasn't spoiled the enjoyment of the game. Yeah. You know what I found out last night? A what? When Margaret Thatcher, in her final months, this is so on brand, in her final months, she lived in the Ritz Hotel. Did she really? Because her um, her central London apartment, she couldn't walk up the stairs. Oh. So she just lived in the Ritz and died at the Ritz. That is actually a great fact. I and no although idea. Margaret Thatcher is a very controversial character, there's one thing about her which isn't controversial. Who wouldn't want to live their final months at the Ritz Hotel? I mean, yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Was I it because house... it had a lift? Well, I, I'm just guessing she had some sort of, like, servant or something. I don't know. To carry maybe, her up the stairs. Maybe back. someone who she, you know, a former minor. I don't know. <laughs> All right. That's a very niche reference How... for our audience. Mm, and probably a bit offensive. Yes. But, yeah, I don't think it's offensive. It's anyway. Hysterical. That, you know, because of Margaret, the minor had a job. I would like to distance myself from these remarks and also point out that as Margaret Thatcher is dead, she cannot be the person who's Zooming me today. That's true. Do you have a guess? But I'll her daughter is still alive. Carol Thatcher, that's true. The one who was on I'm a Celeb, yeah. Yeah, a good point. I should give out the phone number probably. Do you, do you, do you know who's, who's Zooming me? They're a, a famous woman who's still alive and they've spent a lot of time on a boat recently. 07807 183 that is my phone number. Send me a text or email station at wizardradio.co.uk or get us on social at wizradio. Coming up after 4 o'clock. Well, I mean, it's after 4 o'clock now because we're running late because we were talking about Margaret Thatcher. But even more after 4 o'clock, I'm going to play you some Sam Fisher and some Black right now. Two minutes past four. Time for the news. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Sam Fisher and Anne-Marie with this city and AJ Tracy and Mo... No, I keep saying that. Basically, I just... I, I'm like Anchorman. I read what's written in front of me. It, it wasn't AJ Tracy. It was Black before that. On Wizards Radio, I'm Alec Feldman. Although I would forget my own name if it wasn't written in front of me right now. Coming up, do you fancy some Nico B and some Ronnie Watts? Because they're playing soon. But if you want to hear those, you have to sit through this first. This might be the most boring game that has ever been played on radio, just to warn you. But I feel like by telling you that, yes, you'll be like, hmm, that doesn't sound good. But also, you'll want to find out what it is, right? Yeah, you will. So, you know how, you know, Zoom goes. After a while, you kind of run out of things to say. You run out of things to tell people. Nobody's got any news because nothing's really happened. So, you you end up playing lots of games, and we went through the quiz phase. That was good, but I feel like it's kind of past now. We're over quizzes, but you need to move on to the next thing. And on a call the other day, this happened almost by accident. We ended up playing a game, which I will call the Argos Catalog game. You know Argos. You go, you you put the numbers in the little machine, and you write down the thing you want, and you take it to the till, and you pay for it, and then you go and collect it. You, you, you've been to Argos before, I'm sure. I, I mean, I suppose they don't really have Argos in America. But in the UK, everybody's been to Argos. And Argos, they also have those really thick doorstop catalogues, which, again, I feel like I haven't personally picked up probably for a very long time, if ever. But they used to be a thing. Now it's all online. But we'll call it the Argos Catalog game anyway. A conversation about the fact that my house phone at home home accidentally got blown up. Moved on to looking at replacement phones in the Argos Catalog online. I don't really know why. Which moved on to the person I was Zooming quizzing me on details about products from the Argos website. Now this, I mean, it was it was rubbish, you know. As games go, 
it, it is not the most fun or interesting or entertaining game in the world. Quite the opposite. It is the least interesting or entertaining game in the world. But, in the moment, I found it hysterically funny, and I don't know whether it will still be hysterically funny or just be really boring for everyone listening. So it's time to find out. Hi, James. Would you like Hi. to play the Argos Catalog game with me? Not particularly, but I will do anyway. And we, we've got some time to kill. We've so. got some time. We've got some time. So, I mean, it's very simple. I'll just quiz you on some products that Please are do. in the Argos catalogue. Okay. But first of all, you do get to pick your category. Okay. Would you like technology, home and furniture, garden and DIY, appliances, baby and nursery, toys, or sports? Um, toys. Toys are always more fun. Okay, let's look in the toys section. And we have got... Oh, there's, there's a sale on. Okay, let's go for... The Chad Valley Giant Parachute. The Chad... Okay, and I have to guess details about it. Yes, you do. How the, big do you think it is in diameter? The Chad Valley Giant Parachute. Mm, it's going to be pretty giant, isn't it? I mean, You'd I don't know how so. big a parachute usually is. <laughs> how is this if a If you toy? were to guess. Well, I don't know. I just clicked on the sale and that was there. Um, what well, is it? A toy parachute? Then it's really. I mean, it's not like a parachute you jump out of a plane with. It's like the kind you play games with and sit in a circle. Okay. You see, this is because I was going to say like a hundred meters. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Um, could I remember that when you used to sit in a circle and play with parachutes? Maybe like, like five meters. I'm afraid you are wrong by one hundred percent. It's two and a half meters. Oh, damn it. I was going I too giant. I know. Um, Wait, is that I, diameter? Yeah. That means... Okay, but that... Oh, whatever. All right, continue. You're about to try and work out the circumference. Yep. Continue. Pi R squared. Yeah. How old do you have to be to use it, do you think? Oh, the two and a half meter parachute. That's the one. Um... Maybe five plus. It's it's actually three plus. I'm afraid. Oh, sorry, I'm always being extra cautious. And finally for this round, how much do you think it costs? Oh, I've always wondered this. Like twenty quid. I can tell you that it was twelve pounds, but now it's reduced to seven pounds fifty. Get that in the basket right now. Absolutely. That's a okay. Bargain. Do you want another round? Yes, let's do it. I'm gripped. Technology, home and furniture, garden and DIY, appliances, baby nursery, toys or sports. Um, let's do baby nursery. Okay. We go to baby and nursery. I haven't actually got an Argos catalogue in front of me, by the way. I wish I did, but I'm just I'm just looking on the website. I don't think they they do them anymore. Are you sure? I mean, surely it'd all be online now. Why are they still printing out 500-page catalogues? I don't know, but... I think Greta would have something to say about that. This is very true. Okay. Let's... Let's go to a Tommy Tippy Easy Warm Bottle and Food Warmer. Item code. Okay, can you say that again, please? Tommy Tippy Easy Warm Bottle and Food Warmer. Okay, big Item question. Code. How how do you pronounce how do you spell Tippy? T I Double P Double E. Wow. That I was gonna go for double P Y or Double P I E. That's different. Okay. Madness. And if you're taking notes, that's 914-6367. Okay. This is not know. sponsored by Argos. <laughs> I wish it was. Okay. Um, how many minutes does it take to warm milk and food? Like five minutes? Oh, you're so close. It was actually four minutes. Damn it. I did not think the advert would be that specific. Hmm. I'm shocked as well. Um... Okay, it comes with a guarantee. How long is that guarantee? Ten years. It's it's for babies. Why would anybody months. be use? Yes, it's it's a year. Well done. Why Thank would anybody you. be using a baby bottle food warmer well, for ten years? Multiple babies. I mean, I I guess, but it just seems unnecessary. It's generosity of the brand, but anyway. Yeah. Um, actually, that one's kind of boring. It hasn't got anything going for it. Would you like one more? Yes, please. Do you want the categories again? Yes, please. Technology, home and furniture, garden and DIY, appliances, baby and nursery, toys, or sports and leisure? 
Okay, I'm gonna do something I know nothing about. Garden. Got oh brilliant. Garden and DIY. No nothing. Here about we this go. Category. And we have got it's a flymo lawnmower. Okay. Flymo. I do know what a flymo lawnmower is. But do you know how many watts the electric hover motor's got? 12 voltage. No, 19 volt volts. Do you remember nothing from GCSE physics? Volts and watts are not the same. Absolutely nothing. They, they're not the same. 24 kilohertz. <laughs> <laughs> Any more sciencey words you'd like to throw at me? Um... No. I 50 newtons. 50 newtons. I was so close. No, no, that's not that's not the answer. It's 1,400 watts. I was quite close. Now, um, as you said, you are a man who knows your lawnmowers. I do. But how wide do you think the blades are? Oh, the blades. Probably about an inch. An, uh, an inch? What's that in centimetres? Um... Well, if you tell me the answer, I'll tell you if I got it right or not. 33 centimetres. Yes, that's an inch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. brilliant. Amazing. That's, that's great. Fantastic. Wow. Well okay, done. You right. finally got one. Yeah. Um, oh, I got 12 months before as well. Don't discount Oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. My mistake. It comes with a grass collection box, but how big is it? Oh, um, well, it's going to be in, in how much water. It's going to be in gallons, isn't it? Or litres. Are you aware that we do have the metric system in this country? It's going to be in litres, isn't it? Yes. There we go. Well, firstly, I deserve a point for knowing that that would be in litres. I'm going to say four litres. It's actually 20. 20? Jesus Christ. That's a lot of grass. That's a lot of grass. And no offence to um, our Christian lovers out there. Uh, none, none... What? Well, anyway. I, I, I yelled, Jesus Christ. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right, do you want one more one more question? One more from question. the most boring game ever played on radio. This is not boring, but okay. How many meters long is the power cable? Um, oh, it's gonna, it needs to be a long power cable if it's a lawnmower. Mm. Absolutely. Um, okay, it, what measurement is it? How, it's, it's in meters. Okay, well, I didn't know. Didn't I say how many meters long? You just said how long. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, okay, wait, let's think about this. I'm gonna go for about 20 meters. If only it were 20, it's actually 12. 20 what? would be good. Don't I get know. that lawnmower. Nope, we can't mention the brand because I've just slammed it on the radio. <laughs> but that one, the cable is too short. You're gonna have to use an extension cord as well. I know. I mean, I could give you the details on the extension cord, but I feel like everyone has had enough of the Argos catalogue game forever. Well, I've not, but whatever. So, listen, next time you're on a Zoom chat, either you, James, or anybody else, mm -hmm. play this game, and it is guaranteed to end the call quite rapidly. This is Nico B, and uh, who's that, what's that? Nico B on Wizard Radio, that's who's that, what's that? I'm Alec Feldman. Afternoon, thanks for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed the most boring game ever to be played on the radio. That will never ever be coming back. But we move on. It's time to talk about something else. We move on from the Argos catalogue game. On to Lord Alan Sugar. I do enjoy a bit of Lord Alan Sugar. There's there's something quite funny about him to, to laugh at, I, I might add. Not in and of himself. He's the guy, by the way, if you don't know him. He is the guy that hosts the UK version of The Apprentice, you know, like... You're fired. That, that's Alan Sugar. He's the, the British Donald Trump, except he's not yet the Prime Minister. And he was on a TV show this week called Vine with Jeremy Vine on, I think it's Channel 5. And he was asked for his views on the coronavirus lockdown. And, I mean, it's got a lot of attention because basically he just came across like a bit of an idiot. So what I've done for you, if you haven't seen this clip, or even if you had... I've, just, I've broken it down, I've dissected it, I've tried to work out exactly what Lord Alan Sugar is getting at. So let's have a listen. Look, I'm not a doctor. Okay, so basically what you mean is everything you say after this point is totally irrelevant. The only thing I can say is that I've been here in Florida for six months. Wow, six months, that's a, that's a long holiday. You must have... 
quite a lot of money to be able to afford that, Lord Sugar. I've lived through the crisis, the shortage of ventilators, the no masks available, the no um, body wear available, the hospital beds being full up. Oh, wow. What a hero. What a survivor. That must have been so hard for you. Blah, 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 blah. Now I'm with you. That is the most sense you've made so far. And I've now seen the transition of, uh, of restaurants opening, mm -hmm. um, uh, tennis courts, for example, opening, right. golf clubs opening, yep. uh, restaurants opening 50% capacity. Yeah, you said that one. Um, shops have been open uh, all of the time, quite honestly. Um, and... This has been going on now for six weeks. Okay, that's 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 interesting. Hold on, six weeks out. Uh, we're, we're come out of this so-called lockdown. Who's dead? Uh, about one hundred twenty-one thousand people so far, and that's just the U.S. I'm not. Oh. I'm still alive. I didn't realise that. Well done. My wife, thank God, is still alive. Good. So is everybody else I know. Oh well, that's that's very fortunate. I wonder what is it that. Alan Sugar and his wife and probably everybody he knows has in common. I wonder, what is it? I suppose it's a bit of a clue there that says... Oh, it's because you're all rich. That maybe we've reached a peak. Oh. Um, and maybe it's time for us to um, follow, uh, follow the example of America hmm. or indeed France. No. Uh, that, that have opened up uh, or indeed Spain, I think. No, I don't think that's what the clue was, Lord Sugar. You've slightly missed the point there. Prime Minister Johnson <laughs> uh, unfortunately had the problem himself. And I think he nearly he's, died. He's been a little bit too cautious, if you ask me, just slightly. I don't think anybody did ask you, Lord Sugar, but thank you for that excellent opinion. If you missed what he said, just to recap, this kind of sums it up. Look, I'm not a doctor. Blah, 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 blah. That's more like it. Wizard Radio with... Ronnie Watts, Break Your Heart. I'm Alec. And you know how I love to just stir things up a little bit? I, I do enjoy a bit of intergenerational warfare. I just think it's, it's, it's quite fun. Just, you know, pitting generation against generation. The boomers versus the Gen Zers. I'm, I'm so here for that, that war, that culture clash. It, it, it's quite good fun. And I do enjoy just stirring the pot a little bit, you know, adding to the, the beef. And now it is the Millennials' turn to, to get it. Not only have the Millennials been getting it from the, the Boomers for a very long time, it is now time for the Gen Zers to turn their fire to the Millennials. If you haven't got a clue what I'm on about, right, very simple. Boomers, born in like the 50s and 60s and may, probably 70s. Then Millennials, born in like the 80s, maybe late 70s. Then you've got... Gen, is it Gen X, who I think were born in the 90s, or maybe, yeah, and then Gen Z, who are like late 90s onwards. That's us, probably. And so th these are all the different generations, all with very different cultures and vibes. I mean, you know, all united by a dislike of boomers, obviously. But even now, there have been fraction, f fractions, fractures appearing between the Gen Zers, the people born from sort of, I don't know, 97 onwards, and the Millennials from the 80s and maybe, yeah, maybe early I don't fully get where Gen X comes into this, but never mind. Millennials, you know, the sort of young, middle-aged people-ish is a Millennial. And on TikTok, the Gen Zers, they've just started roasting them, and it's very, very funny. For example, um, the way they say the word doggo, the way they're obsessed with BuzzFeed quizzes and coffee and using the word adulting and an unhealthy obsession with what house they would have been in at Hogwarts and all that kind of stuff. They are, they're all over that. Um, they, I mean, can't get on the property market, but I feel like none of us will be able to. They, they use phrases such as Hey, I did the I did this thing. I've done a thing. Lol. Raw. XD. Um, what else? What else have people been roasting them for? Obsession with wine. Yeah. Avocado on toast. Yeah. I mean, classic. Obsessed with the 90s. Tech startups. Those are kind of the things 
that people in TikTok videos and comments have just been absolutely roasting them for. And, you know, I do enjoy that that tension between young and old. I find it fun and entertaining. And so I'm here for this. But I'm thinking, you know, one day the tables will turn. One day we will be old. And one day people will roast off us for stuff. But but what? What do you think they will roast us for? I would, I'm interested in, in speculating. When we're old or middle-aged and they're like, oh, Gen Zers, what are they like? What are people going to be roasting us for? Will it, will it be, I don't know, an obsession with economic insecurity? Will it be militant left-wingism? Will it be constantly going on about the EU even though we left ages ago? What will be our thing? They're like, ugh, Gen Zers, look at them, at it again, typical. What, what's, what's it going to be? What are we going to be roasted for by the younger generation when we are all middle-aged and boring? If you've got any thoughts on this very important matter... 07807-183-538. You can send me a text. You can tweet me as well, at WizRadio, which is actually all the socials. Or send an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. When it is the Gen Zers that are all past it and old and washed up, what are we going to be mocked for? What are we going to be roasted for by the generation after us? This is this is what I've been thinking about today, watching the millennials get it from the Gen Zers. That'll be us one day. But, but what will it be about? This is... An interesting idea, I think. It interests me. So, any ideas, send them my way. I'm going to play you a song from KSI in a second. Now, you know KSI, right? I'm sure you do. But if you don't, I'm just going to give you a bit of a bit of background. I've done some research. I've prepared a whole 60 seconds of accurate facts about KSI. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. KSI is a YouTuber from Watford. KSI is actually an acronym that stands for Kit Kats, Sandwiches and Ice Cream. The three things you need for true happiness, according to the man himself. His upbringing in Watford meant that he spent many a happy hour wandering aimlessly around the Harlequin Centre, the premier tourist attraction of the town. And it was whilst at the Harlequin Centre that something in the Curry's window caught his eye. A video camera. He saved up all his pocket money for nine months until he was finally able to afford it. Unfortunately, it was no longer available by that point, but that's fine, because in the nine months that he spent saving, the camera phone had actually been invented. He was able to buy one of those instead and started filming himself playing Mario in his bedroom. Loads of people watched these videos. It was reported that he actually earned over six gazillion pounds a minute. Then for some reason, he decided to have a boxing match with some idiot who disgraced themselves on YouTube, earned a load more money, and now he's released a rap album. And that's KSI in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays, 3 till 5. Lovely stuff. Harry Styles and Watermelon Sugar before that. KSI and Jeremiah with Bad Lil Vibe. I'm Alec. I'm going to play Sam Felt soon. And before the end of the show, my favourite song. You know it. It's the Gargar and Grande one. On the way, and we'll find out who was Zooming me as well. I wanted to know what you reckon one day when we're all old and boring, what the next generation is going to roast us for. Just like... The Gen Zers are now currently roasting the Millennials about liking Harry Potter and wine and avocado on toast and all that stuff. What What's going to be our things that they're like, <laughs> losers? Shannon says, I think we're going to be roasted for COVID-19, to be honest. I just don't think we're going to be dropping this ever. When we have kids, whenever they can't be able to go outside, you just know what will respond. When I was younger, we weren't allowed to go outside for four months. There was no pasta in the supermarket whilst shaking the fist. It's going to be brutal. But then when they get older, they'll start roasting for us staying inside just because the government told us to without really questioning it. Come on, guys, you weren't there. You don't know what it was like. Come on. Yeah, I can I can see that. Or them just being like, ugh, just because they survived the coronavirus pandemic, they think they're entitled to everything. Well, let me tell you, imaginary younger generation, yes, we are. Don't you forget it. Mikey says, this is a bit of a futuristic one. I do think we'll be roasted for keeping our phones in our pockets. It's just such a bad idea, especially for guys, to keep a device that emits signals and has an actual battery in it right next to your private parts. That's the big scandal that's yet to happen, and we've all just accepted it blindly. That is my prediction for the future. Is that is that real? Is that like actual scientific fact that having your phone in your pocket is bad for the old, uh, the old sperm count? Or is that just 
something that people make up who are like also scared of Wi-Fi and burning down 5G masts. Is that actual scientific fact? Should we look this up? I do enjoy a bit of science. I feel like it always gets to this point in the show when I start start whipping out the, the science. Do phones reduce? Let's let's have a look. Maybe linked. Um, no, guys, it's not making you infertile. That's from 2014. Mobile phones are cooking men's sperm from the Telegraph in 26. Okay, maybe, maybe it is. We don't know. Inconclusive, but that might be what they roast us for. Although, that said, Mikey. If the phones are really as bad for us as we say they are, there won't be a next generation. So maybe that's not a risk. And Lauren says, without a doubt, we're going to get roasted for avocado and toast. But that's, that's a millennial thing. Do we eat avocado and toast? I've never had avocado and toast in my life. Avocado and nachos. Yes. Pitta. Yes. Toast. Nah. Personalised trainers and Brexit. Three very different things, but three things we're obsessed with. I personally don't understand the personalising trainers trend, but some of my friends are into it. And I think they look so ugly. Brexit is understandable though, and it'll probably be our kids who vote for us to be back in the EU. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, Brexit isn't our fault. We're just the ones that like to whine about it because it was wrong and we were right. But, you know, well, I'll never drop that one. But yeah, no, personalised trainers, I don't, I don't get. Like, surely when you buy trainers and pay loads of money, you're paying for someone who actually knows about fashion to design them for you, which is something you lose when you design them yourself. That's what I would have thought, but, um, yeah, I can see that. Personalised trainers, phones in pockets if it's not really bad for us, and Corona. Yeah, I can. Th- those are our generational traits, I think. This is what we're going to be roasted for in 30 years' time. Right, someone Zooming you, coming up next. First, though, it's not Some Felt Like a Promise. It's Laney, sorry, but this is a good song as well. It's good, guys. Someone's zooming you. Somebody's ringing the bell. Stop everything. It is nearly time to find out who has been Zooming me this week. It's someone Zooming you. We're back for part two. I gave you the clues before four o'clock. We found out not much really, thanks to James's pretty poor questions, to be to be frank, that it's a famous woman who's not dead. That was it. That, I mean, literally, that's not much to go on. I did give you a bonus clue because I'm nice like that. They've spent a lot of time recently on a boat. There we go. So, that's what you had to go on. Let's see if anybody's managed to successfully guess who's Zooming me this week. Remember, if you can guess, then I'll answer the Zoom call. I'll let them in, you know, when they go into, like, waiting area. I will actually accept them into the call. We'll have a chat. It'll be a great interview. If not, they are out of here. Bradley says, is Colleen Rooney Zooming you? She's had quite a relevant 12 months, especially when she went viral for outing Rebecca Vardy. And also, there was a news article about her being on a boat to celebrate her wedding anniversary with Wayne Rooney. I might have it wrong. It might actually be that they got married on a boat and there were throwback photos. But basically, there was a photo of her on a boat that was in the news recently. Okay, I'm glad you clarified about the boat situation. Because I was slightly concerned for a second that when I said it's a famous woman who's not dead, the first person you thought of as a a live famous person was Colleen Rooney, which is quite random, got to say. But I do want, it makes sense now that you mentioned the thing about the boat photos. I wouldn't say she's had a viral 12 months, though. I'd say that's pushing it a little bit. A viral a viral week, maybe, like six months ago. But this is a good guess. It is an incorrect guess, though. Colleen Rooney is not Zooming me. Not today. I think I feel like she's Zoomed me in the past, though. I think that might have been a thing, but not, not this week. Sasha has also sent me a message. Thank you very much for playing. A female famous person who's still alive and recently spent a lot of time on a boat. It's Oprah Winfrey! Okay, you're going to need to show me you're working out there, Sasha, because she says, I don't 100% know that Oprah's recently spent a lot of time on a boat, but I kind of do, if you know what I mean. Some people you just know have spent a lot of time on boats. This is a thing, Sasha, in your head and your head only. I have not got a clue what you're talking about, genuinely. What about Oprah Winfrey means that she spent a lot of time on a boat like you think Oprah you think oh yeah She must have a yacht. She loves sailing. Maybe a little like rubber dinghy like a cruise. She like cruises. I, what? <laughs> Don't understand. No um, I mean no, it's not Oprah Winfrey. I Don't understand you're working out at all there Sasha 
But thank you very much for playing. Do play again. You might be right one day. Yasmin says, didn't Greta Thunberg recently take a trip from the UK to New York on a boat? Because she was trying to make it greener. This girl is really trying to stay out of school, isn't she? Yes, she is. But she does tick all the boxes. I mean, there aren't that many boxes to tick. But yeah, she's a boat fan, is very much still alive, and is famous and female. Yasmin, she does tick all the boxes. And that's because I can now reveal Greta Thunberg is the person zooming me this week. Congratulations, Yasmin. You win. You don't get anything in return, except everybody gets to enjoy this exclusive interview on Wizard Radio right now with Greta Thunberg. Let's just accept her into the call. Greta, hello. Greta? Greta, can can you hear me? Greta? No, no. Greta? Can you hear me, Greta? Oh, man. Oh, this is a bit awkward. I think the connection's really, really bad. I guess because she must be on a boat right now. You know, Greta? Greta! No, oh, man. No, she's, she's gone. Oh, I can't believe it. Waited a whole hour to get to talk to Greta Thunberg, of all people, and she's, she's gone. Oh, that is really disappointing. Oh, well. We'll have to we'll have to pick this up again next week, because there's no time to get her back now. And, you know, she's on a boat. There's bad signal. So that, I'm afraid, is the end of this week's show. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. Genuinely, I do. So it's been lovely to have you along and read your messages. They have been fantastic as per podcast it's called alec feldman the podcast if you haven't had enough of me for this week and i'll catch you again on friday at three for the weekly mixtape and if not i'll see you here on saturday miles is up next after the best song in the world there goes another episode of alec feldman the podcast wasn't that some great content come back next week for more audio based fun with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs>